Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is another episode of Pack Mentality. On this week's podcast, we discuss the mentality of success and the power of positive self-talk, along with the the effects of negativity. We also dive into how to apply this to your fitness journey and how coaches can help you. Let's get started. Here to help me is Danny. What's up, Matt? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. I'm really tired, actually, from Power Hour. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm exhausted, I'm little, but I feel good. I'm very happy to be here. I'm a little spent, but I think it's all good, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get started with a warm-up. We're going to start today with a true or false game, okay? How well do you think you know the f- certain facts in the world? I feel attacked already. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Great. Let's start with an easy one. Can we do the one we did last week? No. Okay. Nope. Can't repeat the warm-ups. Okay. All right, let's just start with the easy one for you, okay? All Remember, right. these are all true or false. The best place in the world to see rainbows is Hawaii. False. That would be true. My wife is going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, oof. Okay. Okay, we're off to a great start. All right. <laughs> oh, for one. Okay. Um, the oldest profession in the world is being a dentist. True or false? False. That is also true. Are you serious? Yep. It's dentist? True. Yep. Being a dentist is the oldest profession in the world. Wow. I know. I was a little shocked. Something, yes, learned yeah. something new today. Cool. Oh, over two here. Okay. <laughs> the most visited country in the world is France. True. That is true. Oh, okay. nice. I got one. All right. Uh, got one in the bank. <laughs> All right. Don't call it a comeback. The largest city in the world is Tokyo, Japan. True. That is true. They beat New Delhi by one million people. Wow, that many? Yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot of people. That's all. It's water. Yeah. All right. Um, the strongest muscle in the body is the tongue. False. That is true. I feel like I should know this. <laughs> I thought you should too. <laughs> Does that mean we need to start doing tongue wads? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe don't say that one out loud. <laughs> this, is hey, not this is not appropriate. Yeah. Guess what I learned today? <clears throat> okay, here's a good one. You can buy Coca-Cola any place in the world. False. That is false. North Korea and Cuba do not have Coke. I am Korean, so I know that. There we go. The entire world's population could fit inside the city of Los Angeles. False. That is true. Are you serious? Yeah. But LA is already like completely over <laughs> like Well just the, I think just the square footage. Can you imagine the traffic? <laughs> It'd be the worst place in the world. It already uh, is the worst place in the world. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's go this way. Hot water will turn into ice faster than cold water. True. It's true. Yeah. Really? That's a very, that's a true thing. I just looked over Science. at Kim and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're cheating around here. Um. Okay, the Mona Lisa has no eyebrows. True or true. false? True. That is true. She was painted with no eyebrows. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> uh, Coca-Cola's original color was green, not red. True. That is true. Yeah. There's I chemi- just guessed. <laughs> There's a chemical inside it that turns it green. Yeah, That's sometimes what. it's ridiculous. I'll just say true. All right. Let's end it on one more here. All right. Elephants can't jump. True or false? True. That is true. And an elephant's the only mammal that can't jump. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I mean, they're humongous. They're humongous. Awesome. <laughs> Well, and time. There's well, how did I do? What was my score? Not good. You didn't track it? I, I, we'll leave it to the viewers. 
You guys can log a comment. I guess I'll have to listen to the podcast and yeah. tally it up later. All right, well, let's get started. Uh, to help me, Danny is going to be chiming in today. Uh, let's get right into it. So, Danny, what would you say is the biggest challenge of any person trying to improve themselves? I would say it would be like consistency, like just getting started, having a plan. I mean, I feel like the list is endless here. Yeah, I mean, I think we can go off on a tangent on on that one. But to me, it would be the mentality of that person. So when I first started CrossFit, I wasn't very confident because I saw how much better people were than me. And there weren't a lot of people doing CrossFit when I first started back in 2007, but I do remember seeing some videos. And one video that stuck out in me in particular was this double under video. And it wasn't even a video that taught me how to do double unders. It just showed me what they were because I had to look it up. So there's a workout called Filthy 50. It's 50 reps of a lot of movements, a chipper, which is just straight through. <clears throat> and terrible. Yeah, terrible. And I would do great on the 50s on everything all the way down to where I ended with 50 double unders. And that's where I really struggled. Like I would spend 15 minutes trying to do 50 double unders. And that really got to me mentally. So I, I would always, I would, I would literally got to the point where I threw my rope across like this Globo gym and people were like, what is he doing? And it, yeah, not kind of embarrassing, but it was really frustrating. And I remember having this negative feeling and talking to myself and being like, man, I'm, I'm never going to get these. This is a dumb movement. It's not even functional. Why am I doing this? And and then one day I decided to turn that off and I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to spend some time learning on this. So what I did was every day for my warm up, I would take my jump rope and I would go to the gym and that was when, you know, mirrors were everywhere. And so I'd watch myself do double unders in front of the mirror and I would just keep trying and keep trying and keep in mind at this point in time in CrossFit, there was no YouTube yet. So I couldn't, there was no progression. So it was just like, you just tried. And so I whipped myself over and over again Again, still got frustrated, still threw my rope to the ground. But then over a long enough timeline, I just told myself, I'm, I'm not going to stop until I get 50 double unders unbroken and to where I can finish filthy 50 with 50 double unders unbroken. And, and what happened was once I got to that point where I could do it in my warm-up and then I finally did it in the workout, I was like, wow, like, it, it, was such, it was such a relief and such an accomplishment for me because something that was holding me back so much and really one of the only crossfit movements that i really couldn't do at that time became a strength and then now now i'm really good at double unders and yeah, i mean i feel like a lot of people have that same story right like mm -hmm. how many times do you watch people struggle and they're like i'm never going to be good at crossfit because i struggle here at this double under or this position right yeah and it's really easy to psych yourself out because crossfit is difficult and there's a lot of high skill things involved and it takes time it takes patience and it takes a positive self-talk reinforcing you that you can do it and you just have to be patient yeah i mean I think about it like uh first time you see someone do butterfly pull-ups right you're like oh i'm not i'm not made to do that yeah <laughs> like, you're like oh that's that's it can be good yeah right handstand push-ups same thing or how about the um something even more yeah, technical would be the overhead squat right if you think about that yeah i really struggle with snatches and overhead squats when i, I, mean, first I think a lot of people do coming in right yeah all right so there are a lot of buzzwords floating around right now. We have discipline, mental toughness, and mindset. And I feel like these are all a little vague. I think if we unpack this a little more and we dig deeper, there's something that isn't addressed enough, which kind of brings all these things together, which is self-talk. So Danny, um, 
do you talk to yourself? Why? What have you heard? <laughs> well, I think we all talk to ourselves, right? So, well, let's talk about what self-talk really is. And essentially, it's our inner voice or it's how we talk to ourselves. And it's a normal part of human nature and it can be a very powerful tool in any situation. Whether we're feeling overwhelmed by work or we're excited about a new opportunity, the things we say to ourselves can have a huge impact on our mental state. That's why it's really important to understand the difference between positive and negative self-talk and how each type can affect us. Um, so let's look into what positive and negative self-talk is, the benefits of positive self-talk, and the problems with negative self-talk. Nice. Yeah. I mean, the double under one's a good thing, right? Like, you, it's easy to get negative throwing that jump rope around, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I tripped. Right? You know, and then you get to the positive. You started, like, hitting a couple. You, you get a couple in there, and then you feel a little bit better about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like those little small victories do add up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, a, that was a big lesson for me. And I think it's really primal to go to the negative because our brains are constantly looking for problems. So, for example, like, you know, you go to the grocery store and the first thing, yeah, you're in a rush. rush. You walk in. You want to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you want to get out of there, but you just want to get in and you want to get out. But then you look at the line and the first thing you see is that the lines are long. Even the self-checkout is backed up. And then what does your brain automatically default to? Uh, I'm just, I don't need it. I'm going to go. I'll just yeah. get something different. I'll wait. Yeah. Right. Or you just get frustrated and the whole time you're yeah. shopping, you just think yeah, about, super like, I'm going right? to, I'm going to have to wait in a long line. Yeah. Is that girl got coupons? Hurry up up there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. I mean, think about it. Like you're coming home, you're driving on, driving in traffic, right? Like how, how frustrating it is when you come in traffic and you're just, I mean, how many times you yell at the handlebar, right? Or the um, steering wheel. You're like, I'm over this. Right, and you're like yelling, and no one can hear you outside of the car, right? But we all just yell and yeah. then bend to ourselves. Yeah. We're, we're essentially talking to ourselves right there, right? Yeah, and we put a lot of unnecessary stress on us because that's something that we really can't control. Right, 100%. And so it kind of psychs us out. And so we are born with this negativity bias. And what that is, in a nutshell, is that we're constantly driven by this fight or flight response. And in 2022, there really is no tiger in the bush right so but our brain does a really good job of finding other threats and most of us don't have a traditional threat like that but we see situations as that yeah i mean not i mean we're not out hunting for our food every day right like Mm -hmm. we're not going to the river for water and fighting off a crocodile like in africa right like we're having there's other situations that we're dealing with like the traffic the store like you drive to the gas pump yeah, the gas pumps are full, but your light's on. You're like, I'll just wait. I can chance it. I can make another mile. And you're like, not really the best decision, but that's a threat essentially in your mind, right? Absolutely. And, and think about it. Like some part of our DNA is fixed to constantly locate the threat and assess it. That's why most people have a negative point of view. It's very, it's very easy to get to spiral too, right? It's really easy to let that kind of get to you and then let it affect things that really have nothing to do with I mean, you're right. Nothing to do with it. I mean, think about it, dude. I mean, science suggests that your average person will have about sixty to 80,000 thoughts a day. Sixty to 80,000? Yeah. That many? That's a lot of thoughts. I don't That's think I'm thinking that much, thoughts. to be honest with you. But if you think about it, like 80% of those are negative, right, from the studies. So if 80% are negative, that's a very high number 
you know, out of 80,000, if 80% are negative, like just do the math. Like you're, you're having I don't want to so do that much, math. I know. Like, <laughs> worst killing you in <laughs> But you have so much negativity going on in your mind. And then 90% of your thoughts are repeated daily, right? So if you have a bad day on Monday, right, it's going to take um, up to four to five days to get the negativity out of you. And you might not even get it out of you at that point because it's so repetitive, right? Yeah. And you're having so many thoughts. Yeah. And this is something I struggle with a lot because, you know, it's, it's really hard for me to be optimistic on a consistent basis. And I always have to remind myself that, you know, it's not impossible to be positive. Right. And... You know, so what does that really mean? So, I don't know, what does that mean to you, Danny? I mean, you know, trying to have an optimistic mindset, right, like, is is really tough. Like, you got, you know, being positive, coming in and be like, oh, I love this, or having a great day. It's it's not always e- the easiest thing to do, necessarily, in your mind. Yeah. So, I think having that optimism, that's what it would come to my head first, right? That happy-go-lucky kind of mindset, right? Yeah, and when we apply this to something like working out, it can be... It can be kind of easy to get into the gym sometimes, especially when you're over that initial hump. Uh, but what happens? But what do you talk to? How do you talk to yourself the rest of those 23 hours out of the day, right? Because working out's fun, you know? Right. And, you know, you can get over that hump in about like a week. And once some momentum is built and showing up becomes easier and easier, in fact, you get to the point where, you know, you even crave that workout. You know, you really want it. Um, and this is the reason why I love working out with the classes is because my self-talk actually gets turned off during the class. Uh, so all I think about is the task at hand. The next rep is the only thing that matters. And it's really easy me, for me mentally, especially in a class setting, to, to push myself a lot harder because I have a coach. I have other people. I have, you know, the, all, I feed off that energy to the point where my negative self-talk yeah. is by default turned off. And... Um, and showing up is really half the battle. But the question is, is what do you do after that? And I know, Danny, like, so this is this is a good time for you to chime in because we all know that you work out alone because, you know, you're coaching classes, you know, you're helping me run the gym. So can you talk to me a little bit about what it's like working out alone and how that you is? You know, solo lobo, right? Lone wolf <laughs> coming out here. No, I mean, like, you're right. I work out alone. I, I, I still get my workouts in every day, but... You know, coming into a group setting or coming into with a friend environment or at least people environment, like I, they hold me accountable to the sense of like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, I don't feel like it today, but I, I still gotta put out some effort. I gotta push myself. You know, doing it alone, it's like, uh, I'm really tired. Uh, let me warm up. Uh, let me get on my phone. Let me zone out for a second. And then I realize I only have an hour. I just wasted 25 minutes scrolling through Instagram or something like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I just ruined my, my day right now. Right. So, right. So it, it definitely like, it, it catches up to you real quick, not having that group setting or having someone there, right? I don't have a coach normally yelling at me going, hey, add 10 more pounds. Hey, do one more rep. Hey, take a deep breath. Let's get back on it. It's usually talking to myself, having to like push myself to do those things or not. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't always, right? Like yeah. I'll fall out of my place. Yeah, I, I would I would actually, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why I don't like working out alone is because that negative self-talk can really creep in and be like, hey, you know, I don't need to go that hard or I can hold myself back a little bit or yeah. I can, you know, you know, I can kind of just lollygag through this workout. Yeah, I mean, I think a good, a good point of it is like you're talking about struggles, right? If you think about it, you think about missing the gym, right? Like, you, know, you set up a routine in your head. You're like, I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know, you go Monday, you know, Tuesday, everything happens at work. You miss Wednesday. How 
upset and you ever been in that moment where you're like okay this is my time to work out but you got an extra meeting or you had to stay longer at work and you're like this just ruined my day and you're just like in a bad mood right and your family's like calm down you're it's okay you only miss you're like you don't get it Mm -hmm. i'll never get better at this again Mm -hmm. right you have that mindset and you're just taking it out on them right right so if you think about it like yeah getting to the gym is fun it's easy but think about when you miss it too like you miss it you're upset you have a bad day Right or you just or it's dark outside, right? Like four thirty, four forty-five, you get start. You're like, ah, I'm tired. I don't want to go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm just, you just lose motivation because you're just like, I'm, I'm not going to do good anyways. It's double unders. I'm not going to have a great day. And just you call it quits, right? And you go on home. So you, your self talk just beats yourself already before you even start. Exactly. So we essentially become our thoughts. Right. Uh, let's get into what the benefits of positive self-talk actually are. So we, we covered a lot on the, ne- the negative aspect and what self-talk actually is. So positive self-talk has numerous benefits, including increased motivation, improved performance, better focus, better decision-making skills, increased confidence levels, improved mental health and well-being, increased optimism, and more resilience when facing setbacks. It seems kind of like an all-package deal right there. It does. It sounds like a performance-enhancing drug. Sounds great. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> and all these benefits contribute to an enhanced overall health and wellness. And and just reading off that list, we can see why it's so important to practice positive self-talk every day. Um, so it's no secret that the words we tell ourselves have a huge impact on our lives. Mm-hmm. Whether you're trying to reach a fitness goal or you're looking for ways to make healthier lifestyle choices, learning positive self-talk strategies is essential for your success. And we actually have three tips here to help you get started. Uh, The first step is to start with affirmations. This one actually sounds kind of cheesy, but it surprisingly works. And affirmations can be a powerful tool for positive change in your life. So what you do is you pick a positive thing to say in the mirror every day. It doesn't have to be in the mirror, but you just pick something that, to say. And a good example of this is, well, I mean, sorry, let's, let's scoop back. Uh, the, <clears throat> so affirmations, what they are, they're simply just statements that you repeat out loud out loud or in your head to reinforce certain beliefs about yourself and the world around you. So for example, if you want to start working out more often, a good affirmation would be something like, I am capable of reaching my fitness goals. Yeah. Or I can get started today. Exactly. Yeah. Or I am motivated and energized. And my my personal thing that I tell myself, because it's just very simple and easy for me to remember, I always tell myself that I got this. You know, I just yeah. tell myself over and over. It doesn't matter if I'm having, if I'm trying to psych myself out, if I'm trying to psych myself up, or if I'm in the middle of a workout, it's getting really hard. I just take a deep breath in. I just say, I got this. Yeah. And this is where a coach can help you pull yourself into a positive self-talk by telling you what you're doing well and where you're improving. Yeah. No, for real, this is a great one. Um, one of the great things I can think about is, you know, when I started Olympic lifting a lot, I was missing... I, you know, I came out, came from a CrossFit world, so my form and technique wasn't 100% great, right? I was restarting, coming in, I was like, and there was a lot of hype on me to get, to go into a certain weight class and do really good, right? Right. And I start missing lifts, right? And I spend time and I start working on it and I think like, okay, here it comes. This is the day. I'm going to PR, right? And I, I hit the clean. It looks beautiful, but I missed the jerk, right? And I remember my coach coming over going, no, that's okay. You did the right thing here. 
you had a great miss. And I was like, what are you talking about? I missed the lift. He's like, no, you got really good under the bar. You had fast elbows. It's everything we're looking for. He's like, we can work on this. He's like, now you got to tell your, now you just have the confidence to go out and do it. He's like, so tell yourself when you get under the bar, this bar is going up, right? Like don't say anything. Don't have any other mindset when you get under mm-hmm. there, right? As soon as you pick it up, go, this bar is going up. And so like every time I grab something, no matter how it feels, right? If it feels like I'm picking up a small car or an empty barbell, I'm always like, oh yeah, this bar is going up, right? Mm-hmm. And I always have that affirmation with me. And I, I repeat it, even when I'm like deathly tired in a onesie or I'm feeling <laughs> fresh, ready to go at it, right? Right. And that really just goes to show how we're so biased towards negativity because, I mean, I'm sure you did probably five things well on that lift. But all you could focus on was the one negative out- outcome yeah. of it, right? Didn't make the, I didn't make the lift, and that's all I focused on, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, yeah, you did so much good, and there's so much potential to work with here now that, you know, you've come so far in the last, like, few months versus where you're at. You should be, you, just, you know, should look at those things, right? Right. And as a coach, we see that all the time, right? On right. the training floor, it's 100%. like someone does something really, really well. And, they and they, they, yeah, and yeah. they have like three or five really good things that they did well on one movement, and all they can focus on is, well, it wasn't this. I'm like, yeah. well, no, you did. Like, you're looking at like the one percent or like that, you know, that little percentage that you didn't do well, right? And you're only focusing on that. But look at look how far you've come, you know. And I think people don't zoom out enough. Yeah, and that's something. Yeah, yeah no, that's to, what the coach is there for, right? Like to give you, like to see that eye and help you get a more like positive mindset, right? And give you a way of doing it. Like having that mantra repeated in my head and just pop me right into it, right? Right. So it makes me, and it instilled a lot of confidence where I was at. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to our next one. The next one is don't be afraid to celebrate small victories. And this is something that I need to do a much better job at myself. And it can be easy to get caught up in focusing on the end result, right? It's, but it's not, it's, it's really important to not forget about all those small victories you accumulate along the way. And instead of thinking only about hitting your ultimate goal, take some time to recognize and celebrate each step forward as they come. And what this does, it will help you keep you motivated and focused on continuing down your chosen path towards success. And I have a really good story to share with you that I remember an old acquaintance of mine who went through uh, BUDS, which is basic underwater demolition seal training. Danny, you know what that is because you were in the Navy. I was, yeah. Uh, so when he he, had, he was actually in a winter class, which is more difficult because it's colder. So he had a ton of dropouts, a ton of dropouts. I think only 13 guys graduated. Yeah, some, it, something like that. It was very well, it's low. close to 1%. Yeah, it was a very, it was a high attrition class for his buds class. And uh, he, when he graduated, I, he came back and he, he did, he did CrossFit too. That's how I met him. So he was doing a CrossFit workout cause he was on leave. And I asked him, I was like, man, like, how did you become one of those 13 guys who made it? Is that cause you know, the whole mental toughness thing was still a buzzword back then when I knew him. And, and then he said that a lot of people focus too much on the fact that training was six months long or that there was another event coming up like weeks down the road or even the next day. And I asked him, well, what, 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 what was your mental state and what, what did you focus on? And he said, he said, every morning when I woke up, the only thing I thought about was getting to breakfast. That's all he thought about. And then I guess what, after breakfast, he was like, just get to lunch. And then after lunch, he was like, just get to dinner. Yeah. And then after dinner, it was like, just get to bed. And having those little micro victories that he made it to each meal and then made it to his bed, that that's how he 
was able to accomplish that. He didn't he didn't focus on the end goal, right? Yeah. Because there's there's so many things against you that it's really easy to to get caught up in the end result, right? And by celebrating those little or just getting to those little victories every day, all that accumulated into him graduating. I mean, yeah, you think about it, right? How many people come in here and they go, I want to lose 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And they look at this macro like goal, right? But they don't look at the micro perspective of like, mm-hmm. hey, let's start with just getting coming in one day a week. Let's get in coming in like two days a week, right? Yeah. Oh, you came in, you did one workout. Awesome. <clears throat> let's try to get two workouts. Let's try to get three workouts, right? And just getting through those little victories and celebrating that, right? A lot of times we're hard on ourselves where we go, okay, I've done nothing. I'm coming from the couch. I'm going to walk in and start working out and change my life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too hard. They're too fit. Where am I going to start, right? It's like, well, start by taking one step, right? Like, can we do this many steps a day? Can we start to do, like, you can do something in your life, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be like someone who's super far advanced, right? Where you come in and you're like, I can do 100 pull-ups, right? Like, that's incredible, right? We all have big macro goals, mm-hmm. right? But stepping back and looking at it in a micro perspective, like you're saying, like, just get through one, like, one event or one lift or mm-hmm. one workout or one step or one day, then, and then celebrate that. Give yourself that grace to be like, hey, man, I did this, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a coach steps in and really helps you out right there, right? Mm-hmm. To kind of look at that and go, hey, you're doing amazing progress, right? Even though your end goal is like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Like, hey, man, you lost a pound this week. How incredible is that? Yeah. Right? 100%. Fantastic. Well, that leads us right into our last one, which is be kind to yourself. Remember that it's okay if things always don't go according to plan. This happens all the time, and I'm one of those people that freak out when things don't go 100% according how I planned it out in my head. But let's be real, that this is just a part of life, right? We all hit a wall. Dude, everyone does. Think about it. If you go for a run right now, like you're only going to go so far before you physically will hit a wall, right? Like you'll get derailed on something. So everyone is going to run into some sort of challenge or obstacle, right? Right. So that's when we need to acknowledge when things don't work out as expected and give ourselves permission to take a break from whatever task is at hand if needed. And we just kind of, you know, kind of reset and, and kind of just, and that helps us get dialed in again. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent, like, you know, if something falls apart, like think about the initial thought of like not making it to the gym, right? Like say your goal is to get back into a fitness regimen. You've been out for a little bit and your goal is just like, I'm going to start running or going to the gym or taking group classes or mm-hmm. anything like that. Right. And then you start one day and then you're sore and tired the next day and then you miss it and you're like, Oh, okay. I, I'm not doing great. I'm already fell off the progress. I might as well just stop now. Yeah. Right. Instead of celebrating the small victory or instead of, you know, being like, it's okay we all fall off i'll just get right back into it right right it's all about just getting back on the horse because we always i mean i I can't i mean can't can you think of any successful person who has just had just nothing but a straight shot straight to success with no no mishaps no absolutely you're right so the important thing is not to let setbacks derail our progress right and you know we need to stay kind to ourselves we need to be patient with ourselves throughout the process and remember that failure isn't final and it's just another opportunity for us to grow yeah i mean like you're gonna fail at something right we all do you know rich running failed rope climbs right that's a big famous one in crossfit right lance armstrong failed 100 times before he actually won the tour de france Mm -hmm. so we're all gonna fail until we get there right just it's natural yeah just be okay like failure sometimes it's okay to fail 
Yeah, and this is where positive self-talk strategies can be incredibly helpful when trying to reach any goal. It doesn't matter whether it's physical, it doesn't matter if it's mental or emotional. And by starting with affirmations and then moving on to celebrating your small victories and then the last one being kind to yourself along the way, we'll find that achieving success becomes much easier. I mean, think about it. If you tell yourself every day, right, something positive every day in the mirror, it could be something so simple, right? Like, hey, Matt, they tell you, like, if you look at yourself and you're like, hey, Matt, I'm a winner, right? Every day, or I'm going to do one good deed or something, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying one positive thought every day. Mm-hmm. If you can do one positive thought every day, right, and you're having at least eight, like 68,000 thoughts, that's one-fourth of your mental capacity being positive over negative. So then you're going to be able to change your mindset, right? If you're giving yourself, um, that's your affirmation. If you're celebrating small victories, right? So now you're looking at the positive of celebrating, hey, you know what? I came in and did the workout. Sure, I had to do fitness because I had to scale everything or I didn't do the RX and beat everybody, but I still made it in. Yeah, you I still like did the workout. I still came in. I still did it. Yeah. So like, boom, there's a small victory right there. So now you're starting to change and get more positive. And then giving yourself that grace and being like, well, I didn't RX it. Why am I here? Like, I didn't do what they said. It's like, no, dude, you still came in. You still worked out. You still worked your tail off. That's what it's all about, right? And that if you're doing that, like, you're going to change your mindset, change your body, change your physicality. And it's all going to be for the best, right? Absolutely. And if you're looking for an effective way to stay on track towards reaching your fitness goals or any goals for that matter, you know, if you're a member with us, book a goal review. We'd love to chat with you. We'd love to help you break it down Absolutely. and create a roadmap for you so we can help you break down those steps so that way you know exactly how to climb that ladder. And if you're not a member of Red Wolf, feel free to book a free intro with us. We'd love to chat with you either over the phone or in person. Um, anything we can do to help, uh, we're always here. And essentially, what it all comes breaks down to is that you become what you think about. Yeah. If you think positive, you become positive. If you think negative, you become negative, right? Nailed it. All right, folks. Well, that's a good place to wrap it up for this week. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can comment on our post over there, and we'll answer any questions for you on the next podcast. Till next week, good luck. Have fun.